He yanked open the door to the adjoining unit only to meet a second door, locked from the other side. He banged on it. Mermaid. There came no response. He banged again and wriggled the knob. Unlike the front door of the unit, that door had some give. If he applied his weight to the right spot, he could wrest the door off its hinges, and he was about to. He had his stance ready and hand braced against the frame and was prepared to shove, but the door swung inward, and that woman blinked at him. He stood mute, glowering at her as if she were a spider that had dropped from her web into a beer he'd long craved. She was wet. Suds covered her white blonde hair, and she batted some bubbles out of sea-green eyes that were tinged with red. Apparently, he'd interrupted her shower. Seemed hardly a fair penance for her, given she was interrupting his entire life. Move, he said, idly scratching the damned tattoo under his leather cuff. She blinked again, then backed slowly away from the door. He stomped across her living room, gripped the knob on the front door, and yanked. Damn her, he muttered. The mermaid's door was like his. The wall may as well have been solid, for the window and portal were both useless. He turned on his heel and pointed at her. Did you know she was going to do this? Another blink. Say something, woman. My name is Laurel. Why should that matter to me? She batted more soap off her forehead and her chest heaved. My name, she said, is Laurel. And? In three minutes, you've called me both mermaid and woman. I have a name. If I have no intentions on using your name, why should I know it? He raised his eyebrows and folded his arms over his chest, waiting for the predictable response about faded mates or some such bullshit. She closed her eyes and then rocked, back and forth, back and forth, as if calling on some higher power for strength, but already one higher power had royally screwed him. He wasn't looking forward to another having a chance for a day, or for weeks of fun. People who have civilized conversations, she said, address each other by name. If you choose not to use mine, that means you're either uncivil or stupid. Is that a threat, woman? She shrugged and hitched the towel up higher. She wore the towel well, but of course she did. She was a mermaid. He'd never seen one of the untrustworthy trollops not be pleasing to the eye. Mermaids had been the cause of many severed friendships in his circle. They weren't chaste. They weren't true. They weren't loyal. There was no way his mate could possibly be one. If I were going to hurt you, she said quietly, I wouldn't warn you. Typical. Typical of what? You fiend abominations. She nodded slowly and repeated, Abominations. Then she scoffed, laid her head left, then right, clicking bone and cartilage or whatever mermaids had to hold their heads onto their shoulders. I guess that's one thing you could call people like me. Amongst other things. Would you call Colin the same? He has a tail sometimes, too. Colin is a demigod. He's not fae. But he's my cousin. Did you know that? What do you think sirens were? They were gods of a sort, too. Of the worst kind. Once more, she nodded. Like Alindra, right? She may be the foulest of them. I can't say if she is or isn't. I've never met her. I'd never even heard of her before today, but I try not to talk too much about things I don't fully understand. 
I won't speak of her until I know more. But you'll speak of other things. Oh, you've heard all the rumors then. Mermaids talk and talk and talk and never shut up. Does that sum up what you've heard? Not just what I've heard, but what I know. Most men didn't care if the fish talked too much because their voices were as pleasing as their bodies and they always had flattering things to say. Saul furrowed his brow. She hadn't said anything flattering about him yet.